0: Hello everyone, it's Dr. Dave, hopefully you're doing well, you had a great week, first week of October for 2018, I'm here coming at you from the Toronto Neck and Back Pain Clinic in Yorkville with your daily health update for October 5th. And heading into the weekend, we're going to take a look at what's happening with stress levels in college students increasing their suicide risk, unfortunately. We're going to talk about sepsis, an infection that can lead to heart attack and stroke, We're going to look at how those calorie counts that you see on the menus when you go to the restaurants are having an effect. And people who are stroke survivors can uh, benefit from some short bouts of physical activity. We're going to talk about hip arthritis and how that affects muscle mass and your strength. And then most importantly maybe, but at least very importantly, (laughs) we're going to talk about reducing your risk factors for diabetes. Heart disease, cancer, and stroke are increasing in North America at a steady rate, and um, diabetes is actually increasing even more. So, knowing how to prevent those risk factors is very important. We're going to touch on that today. Not going to treat, diagnose, prevent, or cure any illness or disease with our time together today. <clears throat> Pardon me. But, you just never know what kind of positive things will come from sharing some time together. Focusing on your health might steer your decisions and thoughts and actions for the day. Lead your health in a better direction or support your health and keep it from deteriorating. That would be great. Always remember that some of the suggestions we make that you might hear that you decide to implement might be better implemented in conjunction with a healthcare provider. So don't ever hurt, uh, don't ever be... Uh, hesitant to reach out <clears throat> and seek some help so you can invest in yourself with some customization, <clears throat> personalization, and individualization. What's going on with the voice today? My goodness. So, college students. An analysis of survey data collected from more than 67,000 college students revealed the relationship between the number of stressful life events encountered during a school year and an increased risk for self-harm or suicidal thoughts or attempts. According to researchers, stressful life events can include high levels of academic pressure, the death of a family member or friend, family problems, relationship problems, financial strain, personal health problems, a friend or loved one with health problems, poor self-image, and sleep difficulty. That from the Depression and Anxiety Journal, September 2018. You know, being downtown in a large urban center, we of course have uh, many universities and colleges. We encounter many students in their programs. And Yes, they are suffering from the student syndrome. Not only do they have their schoolwork, desk work, computer work uh, that impacts their health and wellness, but they're also human beings with lives and um, it's a complicated time in their life where they're transitioning from their studies to looking forward to starting their life with work and um, creating a relationship and establishing their homes and um, a lot of things going on while they're still trying to enjoy themselves and uh, we see people at the clinic for some physical ailments uh, postural related things however stress is always a cofactor uh, in this category without exception uh, because this is one of the hardest times during our lives and depending on what else is going on in our lifetime can be even harder so good to reach out and support our young people these young adults who are trying to get into the groove of their life And make sure that uh, we can support them in a positive way especially with their mental health and their mental attitude and remember that academics not everything certainly for those people who are looking to get into a certain career studying is very important however it should never come at the expense of your health Uh, it's never justified nor does it make sense Um, of course sometimes we know we have to do some things to get to where we want to be However, we just have to be cautious that the return on that effort uh, is congruent with who we are and what we want to do. Heart attack and stroke, leading causes of morbidity and mortality in North America. And uh, people who have uh, been exposed to an infection of some kind, especially in their bloodstream. In these sepsis cases, are more likely to have a stroke at some point in their life. So, so, so survivors of sepsis are at an elevated risk for stroke and heart attack for one, one month after leaving the hospital. In this study, researchers reviewed data from 42,000 plus sepsis cases and found that 26% of survivors suffered a stroke or heart attack within a week, and 51% experienced a stroke or heart attack within 35 days. That's from the Canadian Medical Association Journal, September 2018. So if you know someone who's had a blood infection, septic in some way, um, make sure their follow-up after that for the following month at least uh, is very thorough. uh, Very valuable to know that. So if you go to the restaurant these days, you're going to see that on the menus, especially in fast food restaurants up on the boards, if you happen to occasionally indulge, which is okay, that um, there are some calorie counts listed there and probably a good idea because it can curb your choices to know that there might be similar things on the menu, but one of them may have considerably less impact on your health. So among a group of 5,000 diners, those given menus lacking calorie data order meals with 3% more calories than participants provided menus that included that information. Interestingly, the researchers observed the differences in total calories ordered only affected appetizer and entree choices and did not affect dessert and drink considerations. Furthermore, there was no downside for restaurants as their revenue profit and labor costs remain unchanged. That from the National Bureau of Economic Research, August 2018 so appetizers and entrees a little bit healthier choices but you want to can reconsider those dessert and drink options as well to make sure that you're checking that calorie count and actually whether or not you need them water and skipping the dessert are the fastest ways and to improve on your uh, nutrition choices if that's something that you regularly do especially when you eat out Uh, I know occasionally it's still fun to do but the meal eating out in and of itself should be somewhat uh, uh, you know pleasurable and something new or different and fun so the dessert and uh, drink may not be necessary but if you do just check those calories maybe there's something on there that you would equally enjoy but with less of an impact on your health with those calories. Our stroke patients, again, uh, for those stroke survivors, new research shows that breaking up sedentary activity with short bouts of light exercise can reduce the risk for future cardiovascular issues. Among a group of 19 stroke patients, researchers found that engaging in three minutes of walking or light physical activity every half hour led to improvements in systolic blood pressure of up to five millimeters of mercury when compared with sitting for eight consecutive hours. That from the international journal of stroke september 2018 if you or someone you know is a stroke survivor talk to their health care provider with them to ensure that they can engage in these short bouts of physical activity in which case it seems like based on this research and literature that would be a smart thing to do so that they don't have a future incident or further complications from that stroke so diabetes is on the rise, especially in young people getting di- diagnosed earlier and earlier with type 2 diabetes. So how can we reduce those risk factors? Some of them are controllable, such as maintaining a healthy weight, eating healthy foods, and getting regular exercise. It's, it's all that function, food, and fitness. That food and fitness help support a healthy functioning pancreas. So the American Heart Association adds that the following risk factors are also under person's control managing stress, avoiding smoking, limiting alcohol, and getting quality sleep. Alright, so those lifestyle factors very much under the control and the American Heart Association, September 2018, supports what is probably already known in the research and literature that these choices are important for curbing the current statistics that show an uptick in the cases of diabetes and the earlier onset of diagnosis uh, in terms of age, which is concerning. And a lot of it comes back again to diet exercise our body uh, weight and uh, how much stress we're under as well as the typical high risk risk factors of smoking and alcohol but then also making sure you're getting enough sleep one of the problems we see outside of back pain and neck pain in the clinic has to do with hip arthritis hip and knee arthritis are especially concerning because nobody wants to go and have those replaced with the surgery. Um, One of the problems when those joints become arthritic and painful and a little bit rusty Is it leads to a loss in the muscle strength and mass in the related muscles that make those joints move. And in this study from the BMC Musculoskeletal Disorders Journal in August 2018, the comparisons of hip and knee muscle strength between patients with mild to moderate hip osteoarthritis and healthy individuals found that hip osteoarthritis patients demonstrated significantly lower knee flexor, knee extensor, hip flexor and hip extensor and hip abductor strength. These findings suggest that hip osteoarthritis patients should be encouraged to perform exercises aimed at improving muscle strength in the hips and knees in order to prevent the generalized muscle weakness and strength asymmetries observed in more advanced cases. So, interestingly, that would be of benefit, no doubt, strengthening those muscles because they do get weak when the joint becomes degenerated or is degenerating. However... And a more effective or a concomitant, something to do at the same time would be addressing the joint mechanics itself, which is something that um, chiropractic treatments, osteopathic treatments, and some physio and athletic therapy treatments can do with mobilizations and adjustments to make sure that you're maintaining a higher level of joint function, in which case the muscles will be better able to do what they're designed and programmed to do and they won't atrophy or become weak. So joint function and arthritis, uh, there's a happy medium there where too much movement's going to be problematic, too little movement's going to be problematic, and certain treatments like chiropractic can increase the range of that healthy sector where you can move the joint, which then again allows the muscles to be healthier as well. So don't uh, hesitate to see the chiropractor, not just neck and back pain, um, but hip and knee joint problems as well. All right, heading into the weekend, October, everybody, it's a Thanksgiving weekend here in Canada. Hopefully you enjoy your time with your family and uh, enjoy the fall weather. Get outside, enjoy nature, get your body moving, eat some healthy food for Thanksgiving. And um, I'll look forward to catching up with you on next week. Probably we'll have a special Monday Thanksgiving daily health update. uh, And then through the rest of the week, supporting you in October, making those healthy decisions to create those great experiences in your life. Today's quote comes from Charles Williams, he says, I think in order to move forward into the future, you need to know where you've been. Nothing wrong with reflecting on the past, but make sure that your past doesn't dictate your future. You're in control of what happens from this day forward, including with your health and wellness. You may learn from some of your experiences you've had in the past, good and bad, but going forward it's still a matter of making some good decisions for yourself and staying plugged into the daily health update can definitely let you do that and it can help steer the health and wellness of those people you love around you so don't hesitate to increase your knowledge with what you know about health and wellness you just never know when it's going to come in handy enjoy yourselves happy thanksgiving i'll talk to you soon